Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Midwest Madness, your true crime cult conspiracy encrypted podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Danielle. And another week. And summer school's over, and it's August. Almost. I think no. tomorrow's August. I don't know. No, 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 you're right. Today's August. August 1st. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Holy shit. But guess what? That means we're one day closer to our trip with mom. I know. That's but like it's also what's getting one me through it. day closer to winter. <laughs> I know. This summer blink and it's feels gone. like it was really, really short, right? Yeah. Okay. After so. the winter we had, because it yes, felt so long. It, yeah. I feel like this just has felt so short. And it just like didn't get warm until like end of May. And I feel like we kind of had a cooler July. Yeah, we we definitely have. Like I get up. Granted. Well, okay, so when this comes out, it'll been last week. Yeah. So up for right now, this upcoming week is supposed to be... Hot as shit. God awful. Yeah, it's supposed to be like mid to upper 90s. Yeah. I Which... Have to shoot. Damn. I have to oh, shoot that. Oh, no. That sucks. And the schedule? Do you... Did you see it? No, I didn't. Do you want to borrow my little hand fan? Five. We start at five, and the last team's at 8.30 for two nights in a row, every 10 minutes. Oh, <laughs> this means nothing God. to the people of the podcast, but so our dad owns a photo business. We help out and yeah. we're like employees and we do sports teams like kids sports teams and we can do an entire team in about 10 minutes of kind of whatever sport you want, yeah. really. And so that's a shit ton of team. What sport is it? I have no idea. Oh, my God. God, I'm so. It's got to be little I'm kickers, maybe. I'm so glad I'm in Iowa. Yeah. <laughs> as much as I do, I like going because I like to see some of the kids. You know, I'll see some of my like little ones. Who when are do you excited. leave for Iowa? Uh, Thursday. It's I'm Monday, Tuesday. It's oh. the shoot. Oh, I don't know why he. I think he said you were oh, gone. I have swimming lessons. Oh. Both nights. Because I have six swimming lessons on Monday and three on Tuesdays. So. Yeah, so that's gonna be brutal, especially in yeah that heat mm-hmm. um so just bring lots of water if you want to borrow my little hand fan that this, i bought for like Disney, i said at this I'll, point it'll already be done but you can do that so um but yeah no i would agree though most of july seems like it's been a lot cooler than i mean when i get up in the morning and go to work at i have to be to work at eight and it's like in the 60s when i leave the house yeah and it does warm up but not substantially no some days no but yeah um cool well shall we get into your story yeah my story that i have to read off of my stupid phone what yeah okay so um my story is in missouri and so it's in stockton missouri and stockton is like an hour northwest of springfield missouri so it's like literally the when I go, you good? Are yeah. you right? Do you need to mix your my coffee, coffee a little was more? like straight espresso in my mouth, which is fine. <laughs> so if Emily's buzzing in about ten minutes, we know why. Holy fuck! <laughs> I'm so glad I was here to witness that. That was so funny. She like shuddered, was like twitching. <laughs> Delicious. Okay, <laughs> sorry, oh Stockton. Yeah, so it's like. It said on Google Maps that it was like 58 minutes, so an hour. Okay. And this is where 
agape boarding school was have you heard of this one no is this what is this okay is it a cult kind of sweet so people that were there definitely call it like say it was very cult-like okay um but agape boarding school was a baptist christian compound boarding school that was a school for troubled teenage boys oh okay so okay so is it kind of like those like outdoor programs that people send their kids to um kind of but this was like they called it a boarding school okay because those places are i can't believe they're not illegal yeah there there needs to be a lot more regulation i've actually thought about on. doing yeah some a story about i have another one that i'm going to do so I'll, I'll tell you what that is so that you don't do it because okay. it's kind of connected to this one okay but i didn't know that until after i was like almost done with the research on this one okay so the ranch sat on 200 acres of land with a pool stables for horses and exotic animals they had at least one zebra okay and it had sports fields and i know for sure they had a football team um one of in one of their promotional ads it said quote at agape we lovingly patiently and biblically teach your child the importance of submission to authority and the joys of being an obedient law-abiding citizen end quote so red flags all over the place just to kick it off why does it why do all these places have to be like like biblical like you know what i mean I feel they like just hide like all these places just hide behind religion. And I I think that's because it's the easy palatable way to do it, right? Like faith is a very personal thing for a lot of people and a very deep thing for a lot of people and I think that's easy to manipulate. Yeah. And it's easy for people to be like, "Oh, well, it's a religious place, so it's going to be good." Right, right. So, I really think that's got a lot to do with it because you're right it is always or almost always some sort of a religious or i don't want to say christian but a lot of times it's christian yeah which is really sad Mm -hmm. because like i said that that's a very personal thing and like to have that exploited like that is just very frustrating yeah and also very damaging so Agape was started uh, in Washington State in 1990 and then was moved to Missouri in 1996 by Dr. Clemenson and his wife. Dr. Clemenson once said to a reporter in 2002 that he brought his school to Missouri from Washington because there was a lack of regulation and if he needed to get a license, he'd leave the state for somewhere else. Which I literally wrote. Which Red flag sketchy. again. Yeah. Like Jesus. Yeah. Like, could you just, why don't you just like tell us that you're doing bad shit. Doing terrible things yeah. to these children. The school charged $48,000 per student per year and claims to have helped over 6,000 young men in their 30 years of practice. Unfortunately, many of those boys have now claimed that they have been abused or that they had been abused at the school, not only by staff, but also by other older students. So this is going to be really fun. I'm going to give you a heads up. Former students say that they were beaten. They were not allowed to talk to one another. And if they did, they were punished, which is like that one call that you did where like he told everybody, I think you did that one. Maybe I, I heard it on a podcast where he like told everybody that he knew what you were thinking and like, 
Was this a different podcast? I don't know if I... Okay, so this might be a different podcast. There was a cult leader who was like telling people like they couldn't speak to other people because he could read their minds and he knew what they were saying and like if they said anything unethical by his standards, like he would know. And so like they were just banned from speaking to each other. Shit. Which is just another way to control people, right? Like if I'm miserable and I'm like being abused and I can't tell you and you're also being abused, that takes away so much power. Yeah. So when students first arrived at the school, they would have their heads shaved and be given a pair of jeans and an orange shirt. You could earn different colors of shirts. And would you like to guess how you could earn different colors of shirts? Ratting on others. Uh-huh. And also taking place or participating in physical abuse of other students. So like the goal was to earn, I think it was like a, a blue shirt or so something So I'm like, like assuming that. like the orange is like kind of the bottom of the mm-hmm. totem pole. Yeah. And then like you work your way. Yep. And up. so like you would get favors or like not favors, I guess you'd get better treatment if you had a different color shirt. So you would do whatever it took to get to that better shirt color so that you weren't the one constantly getting beat on. That's fucked because like on one hand you obviously want to like protect yourself and to protect yourself is to work your way up Mm -hmm. but then you have to do all these like horrible things to that's very conflicting. Right. So you have to like put your morals aside and conform to what they want which is why a lot of these survivors are now saying like it was very cult mentality. Yeah. So they would also put the students into rooms that were very barrack-like. So, like, several kids were in one room, and it was, like, a long room, which is, like, bunk beds. Like, the typical you see in, like, a military movie. Yep. They had to go to chapel daily, had dozens of rules, had church on both Wednesday and three times on Sunday, and hymns were played over the loudspeakers in the classrooms. And I say classrooms. Chinese torture. (laughs) Not it, not like the, the fact like, that it's like hymns, but just like, could you imagine having to like constantly have yeah, that in your ears? Yeah, and like this is yeah. Um, and when I say classrooms, I say classrooms very like loosely. Did they even like te- like? Um, it was self-taught pamphlets. What does that sound like? Um, it sounds like the one I just did. Keep sweet, right? Well, also the one I just did, the yeah. school one. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The with the um, duggers. With the duggers, yeah, yeah. Which that is the Quiverfall movement. They talk, oh, yes. They they did say it in the episode or the thing that I was watching because I was like, ah, I was right. <laughs> so glad I didn't do that one because you covered it very well. The first time the allegations really gained traction was in 2020, but former students said that reports have been made for years and that they felt someone in the government was protecting the school. No, that would not surprise me. To be clear. Oh, I did not find any proof of this and no one was named specifically like nobody said oh Gary person. Banana Pants yeah. was shoving all these records under the table but it is kind of alarming and shocking that if that was not the case that this went uncovered for so long. Yeah. Um, one of the earliest reports of abuse was against an 18 year old student who 
was accused of sodomy against two other students. Fuck. Yeah. So one student said, and I do have names from for some of these people, but obviously some of them didn't want to. Yeah, yeah, don't want to be named. Understandably, right. So one student said he saw another student held down and beaten by staff, and there were also accusations of another student being put into a hold for nine hours, which was so long that they had to have a staff change because the staff was getting too tired. Now. As you know, and as many people that listen know, I'm a para at a school. And we have people that are trained in our building to do holds like this. I've I've never, ever, ever heard of one lasting more than like five, ten minutes. And that's like really extreme. And, And usually these holds are used as a safety precaution. So it could be safety for the student. It could be safety for other students or it could be safety for staff. Because a lot of times what's going on is this student is just so in their own head. Like they're, we call it being a red. So they're just so furious or so upset or whatever about something that they, they're fixated on it. And they can't get off it. So they just fucking rage. Like they throw shit. They punch things. They yeah. pick up desks and flip de- Like they just, it just all comes out in this like big aggression and like sometimes literally all they need is like a hug and so we have people in our building that are trained to do that so the fact that this went on for nine hours very alarming yeah very alarming um so it's also like really important to know that these holds are not used as a punishment in a safe environment so this clearly is not a safe environment so it was being used as a form of punishment and i'm sure these people were not trained in the holds correctly right so that's just even more alarming so a former pastor named james clidence who worked at agape from 2012 to 2015 and his wife called authorities several times to report abuse he said that he was fired from agape because he refused to sign a non-disclosure agreement and was too easy on the students refusing to punish them. He said that there was a huge emphasis on beating and that the more unruly students would have to eat a brown diet. Now, a brown diet means they could only eat food that was brown. So, like, for breakfast, they would have Cheerios. Mm. And then for lunch, they would have refried beans. And then for dinner, they would have, like, a peanut butter sandwich. And... For teenage boys, that is not enough food, no. right? Like, even for me, when I have cereal, I don't have one bowl of cereal. It's usually two. Yeah. Because, like, if I'm just eating cereal, that's not going to be enough. So, uh, this this brown diet often caused the students to drop serious amounts of weight in very short amounts of time. This form of abuse was one that he said that he and his wife reported, but their report was ignored. Pastor Clarence also reported seeing many of the staff physically abusing the students rather than trying to de-escalate the situations. He said that some of the staff shouldn't have been trusted around children, let alone working with them. He also called Agape a cult, saying that staff members were not well paid and that the wives of staff members were required to volunteer at the school. Now, the husbands would be given like 130 some dollars for like a thank you for their wife helping out. 
but he said that after his wife continued to clash with um dr clemenson or whatever and his wife because she was like not having it which god bless her um they stopped giving him any money for her work so she was basically just like forced labor because she had to do it so that's super messed up Pastor Clydens told press that there wasn't actually a counselor on staff, which was advertised that they had counseling staff. Mm -hmm. Instead, it was another pastor who would remove the students from their medication and it would urge the students to allow Jesus to control their lives. So super safe, right? Yeah. He said, quote, the whole goal was to get these kids off meds and get Jesus in them and then they would act better. So that I don't know if they really believed in mental illness. Everything was completely based on spiritual manipulation. If you didn't like something, it's because you weren't right with God, end quote. So for a pastor to literally be saying that is so alarming. Because, like, I don't don't understand, and I'm not blaming him at all, but I don't understand why he stayed so long. I'm wondering if it was, like, I'm trying to do my best to protect these kids, but, like, I just don't know if I could stay. Yeah. You know, like maybe being his thought was like being inside the belly of the beast is easier because I can protect these kids somewhat and I know what's going on and I'm like a safe person, but I cannot imagine the emotional and mental drain that would cause. One of the students, um, James Gaffney was sent to Agape at 15 in 1998. He said that his first day at Agape he asked another student a question while getting ready for bed and his buddy, quote unquote, so like his mentor, uh, was an older student, freaked out at him and ordered him to do push-ups. When James couldn't do the push-ups, his buddy assumed that he was just refusing to do them. So a staff member in his 20s was brought in. And eventually when James couldn't do more push-ups, that staff member started beating him in front of the other students. And it took several other staff to finally pull the staff member away. So it was like, do 25 push-ups. And he was like, I literally can't do 25 push-ups. And so they were like, well, fuck you. You're not doing it because you are refusing to do it. You can do it. And he was like, no, I, I physically can't do it. And so then this just started the abuse. And like, this is his first day. Can you imagine you like go to bed after you've been beaten on the first day in a brand new place and you're like, this is my life now. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So James said he was brainwashed and that he conformed to the way that the agape staff wanted him to behave to survive he even ended up joining the staff for a couple of years after he graduated but was reprimanded several times for being too lenient um and i didn't put this in my (laughs) (laughs) i have a question but i kind of want to wait till the end okay (laughs) the end of the whole thing or yeah the end of the whole thing okay um so in this he actually said like the article that i read he said something along the lines of like when he left he like didn't know how to function oh i'm sure in public like he was like i didn't know that i could just go to the store right and he's like i didn't trust other people i didn't know like how to function in society because i have been so manipulated and so brainwashed into doing things the way they wanted me to do them and like that's to me that's even evident in the fact that like he joined them after this yeah right like how fucked up do you have to have 
like your brain be to see this abuse and have this abuse happen to you and and be a part of this and then willingly stay right yeah so it's like holy shit the students uh that were at agape were given packets to teach themselves so there's that christian-based program um they were also forced to do manual labor and it did not matter the weather the students would be forced to carry rocks from point a to point b to break their spirit so like that could missouri could be like us where it could be in the hundreds or it could be in the negative 20s right and it didn't matter like if you were being punished and that was your punishment you're going out there and you're doing it i went last a day oh my god no i oh god i can't even imagine James also reported that students would be forced to box one another or staff. So if like a kid was acting out and like talking back to the staff, they'd be like, oh, you're so, you think you're so tough? Let's go box it out. And basically they would put on boxing gloves, go into like a volleyball sand pit, and then just the adult would just beat the shit out of the kid. So really cool. Super cool. Yeah. Another student named James Bradney went to Agape at age 12 because his adoptive mom was having a hard time controlling him when his dad was out of town for work. He said that staff would spit him in his face, beat him, and when they weren't paying attention, other students sexually assaulted him. He also said that one of his biggest bullies was a staff member named Julio Sandoval. And the fact that he's, like, naming this guy, I'm fucking naming him, too. Fuck this guy. Um... Julio would spin his face, threw him on the ground, beat him, kicked James down the stairs. Sorry, I'm laughing at serious. I'm not laughing because of this. This is horrifying. Um, he kicked James down the stairs once, which resulted in James needing stitches in his forehead. And they so they had to take him to the hospital. And when they were taking him there, they're like, you tell them it's a football injury. You tell them anything else. Well, you're going to fucking get it when we get back, basically. So, uh, Julio also would accuse James of being gay and would encourage the other students to, quote, beat James straight, end quote. I know it's horrible. Makes you, like, literally ill. Yeah, it's, this one was not fun to research. No. We'll just say that. I mean, none of them are really fun. No. Well, Dorothy's slippers was kind of fun. I'm going to (laughs) say, that's haunting. Glenchine was probably pretty fun. fun. Yeah, like. (laughs) But the lighter ones yeah. are not so bad, yeah. but like the this one was, this one was not fun. I was like, why did I choose this? Because it needs to be told, I guess. I've never heard another podcast talk about this, so I'm sure people have. I just haven't heard them. Another student, Colton Schrag, ended up at Agape and decided that he was not going to let the staff at Agape win. He said that he got pissed off and was defiant after seeing what was going on at Agape. And he also had this really interesting quote where it was like, um, when you're in a situation like that, you either conform or you fight back. And he's like, and I fought back. Good for him. I mean, so, I don't blame anyone who conformed. Right. But because like it's it's a lose lose situation. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Um, at one point, Colton said that he said something to another student about how they outnumbered the staff and somebody ratted on him. Oh, fuck. His punishment was four months long. He was given only a large bathrobe to wear and had to wear shoes too big without shoelaces or a tongue. He had to stand against a wall for hours, sleep on a bed with no blankets, like just a straight mattress, like no sheets, nothing. 
and have meals that weren't sufficient for him. So like that brown diet yeah. that I was talking about, it's like a bowl of Cheerios for breakfast and a peanut butter sandwich for lunch, along with manual labor of carrying buckets of rocket of rocks outside. Rockets would be way more cool. Yeah. Like you can just <laughs> like shoot them off. Okay. I know this doesn't like compare at all, but this is just me trying to like understand when I was at my old job. Yeah. Which you still have got to do a podcast about that. <laughs> um, it's going to be so interesting. They, we had like a storage unit and we would get shipments of product to the storage unit. Right. And um, it would be like boxes full of like cleaner basically. And it would come in off pallets. There'd be like two pallets off these trucks. And our storage unit was on the second floor. And my boss used to make me go there and move the pa- each the pallets from the truck to the storage unit by myself and so i had to carry these boxes of like cleaner and there'd be probably i don't know 50 boxes on each pallet so maybe 100 boxes of cleaner and i would have to clean carry that by myself it usually took me all day and by the end of it like i was like i was like broken basically like my i can see it in your eyes right now like my whole body like would just like I mean, I just remember, like, by the end, I'd pretty much just be throwing, like, shit into these storage units. And, like, you just, like, want to cry because you're so tired and so, like, exhausted. And so I can, like, imagine having to do, like, carrying shit. Like, it might not seem in your mind, like, oh, okay, so they had to carry buckets of this or they had to carry rocks back and forth. But, like, I can imagine, like, I had to do that one, like, a day, you know? Like, yeah. the they had to do it. For months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I can't even imagine how that yeah. felt. Like it, and and he was outside in the weather and like we don't know when this punishment happened. Yeah. If all he's wearing is a bathrobe in the middle of January and those shoes, and no those shoes and, yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Like that's so so dangerous. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, I can't even like begin to relate to that what they right. went through, but just even like that small like sliver of kind of understanding what it's like, like that I feel awful for them. It makes me really mad for you. Like, it's a good thing I did not know this shit was happening when it was happening. Yeah. I mean, it, I don't. Because, like. And uh, he didn't. I, he wasn't punishing me. It no. was just like. But, yeah, it was crazy. I I know COVID was terrible, but I think COVID saved you. Oh, for sure. Um, But, yeah. I would love to do a deep dive on that with you if you're comfortable with it. I don't know if I want to talk about it, but. That's fair. I just don't want them to come after me. <laughs> If they do, I'll fuck them up. Oh, yeah. Don't mess with an older sister, man. I, I swear to God. Because, I mean, there's, like, a YouTube series on YouTube about the company I used to work for. Yeah. And they interview, like, old employees and, like, they tell their stories. And I actually reached out to them and I thought about going on and I, like, sent them my whole story and they wanted to set up an interview with me. And I just, I never did it. I backed out because I was like, I just, I don't. You're just a little too scared. So. A little too scared to, like i don't know i doubt they'd do anything but so. well and you could always remain anonymous right yeah you could but so uh, I, that, yeah if i, think I was you, gonna do it i should have done it like immediately after but i feel like it'd be really healing for you to do but yeah, we'll see but uh, i know that was like completely sidetracked but i just wanted to mention that like but i like, can like yeah. i have like a point zero zero one percent of me that like kind of understands what you can empathize better yeah right? and it was like awful so i can't even imagine Ugh. how they how they made it through it 
yeah it's i mean you conformed or you fought back right yep so at one point colton and two other students discussed running away and were overheard by someone who reported it a group of staff members dragged colton out of his bed one night brought him into the hall where one of the other boys was already there his shirt was ripped and his face was bloody when they questioned colton about the plan to run away he denied it and said that he had no idea like i don't know what you're talking about um and the head of the school brian is his name brian dr brian clemson and i don't know if he's legit actually a doctor but that's what he was referred to as so um he punched colton in the face and hit him three more times after colton hit him back so for colton yeah um he he's a brave boy yes or well i guess he's a Man. man now but he was a brave boy Colton and two other students were all Hispanic and staff would call them racist slurs and say things along the lines of like, this is why we don't want your kind in the country and, you know, just gross shit like that. And he said that all three of them had, quote, an X on their backs, end quote, for the rest of the time that they spent at Agape. Once at 15, Colton did run away, and he was actually brought back to Agape by a police officer. When he told the officer that they were beating the students, the officer didn't believe him. Colton said the officer told him, quote, no, they're not. Shut your mouth, end quote. Which is just such a fucking failure. Like, shame on that cop. Yeah. Shame on you. Yeah. You have a job to do, and protecting kids is, like, number one on the fucking list. Yeah. Like, it's not that hard. Mm Mm-hmm. It just, made, it just puts me to a rage. <laughs> Colton has started to speak out about Agape because he wants everyone to know what happened and that other former students are not alone. He said that he had PTSD after he left and after he has been going to therapy, he's finally left the demons of Agape behind him. Basically, he said that he has stayed out of prison and survived just to spite them because they told him like you're gonna end up dead you're gonna end up in prison you're worthless whatever and so he like went into the military and after that he's just kind of like really faced this head on and and is talking about it and just being like a voice which is and basically just like a big fuck you to them yeah which i love yeah in 2021, Agape's longtime doctor, Dr. David Smock, was charged with 11 counts of child sex crimes. Yeah. He has pled not guilty to three of the charges, and five other staff members were charged with low-level abuse crimes. Dr. David is charged with second-degree statutory sodomy, third-degree child molestation of a child younger than 14, and enticement or attempted attempted enticement of a child younger than 15 so those were the three charges that he has denied the other charges have not been like reported on that i could find as of today's date or actually yesterday's but um as of january 20th 2023 agape has shut down oh good i was wondering but not because the government forced them to because they ran out of funding so the government hadn't done shit yet after all this has been coming out well, I mean, I'm not really surprised, unfortunately. And um, the district, uh, I mean, to be fair, the district attorney, the new one that was just voted in or whatever, yeah, did say that he was going to seek closure of Agape, but when the abuse allegations came out in 2020, 
um, enrollment rapidly decreased. The number of students went from 123 students to, uh, at the end of 2021, to 12 when it closed down. Shit. Yeah. So that is the really terrible story of Agape Ranch. That was interesting. Very interesting. I liked that a lot. Um, quick, two quick questions. Yes, and I may have answers. Um, one, were they allowed to communicate with their families? They were, but they were constantly being listened okay. to. So, like, if you they were on the phone, yeah. somebody would be right yeah, there, yeah. and if you said anything they didn't like, they would hang up immediately, and you'd be punished. Two, was this a year-round school? I don't know for sure. I kind of think so. Because I, I assume that's they're how not it, going home for the summer. Right. That's kind of okay. how it read, because, like, they were, quote-unquote, troubled youth. Yeah. Okay. So, that's kind of what I assume, but I I don't have 100% fact on that. Interesting. Good story. Yeah, I this one's been on my list for a while. I think I actually saw a post about it on like Facebook or something um, a while ago. And I was like, oh. I actually found a lot of information too. What is this? Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. So, my sources were thedailybeast.com, kmbc.com, and apnews.com. Um, our socials are MW Madness Podcast on Instagram and Gmail. Um, and then Midwest Madness Podcast Group on Facebook, which we have had a couple new members. Yes, lately. I saw that. So welcome. Yes, welcome. Um, we'll try and do sorry, better at posting this much. <laughs> uh, let us know. Like, also, let us know what you want to see. Like, do you want to see up to date things that are going on? Do you want to see just stuff about the episodes? Do you want to have fun picture days? I don't know. Yeah. Like, do you want to know more about our lives? Yeah, like, well, share. We don't care. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we're not going to give you our addresses, but like, <laughs> you know, if you want pictures of the dogs, if you want pretty sunsets, I don't know. I like to take pictures of flowers. Yeah. Whatever. Just let us know. We're open to that. So cool. Also, we're Minnesota nice. So um, <laughs> we hope you guys have a great week. Um, we will talk to you next Tuesday. Bye.